I read a quote during the week and it was by Matt Kahn and he was saying, you know, why aren't people nice to you? And it's because they are treating you in the way that they're treating themselves and they're crying out for love. And there was something about it that didn't resonate. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I'm hoping that I can weave in projection of wounds. Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, which is featured in Feedspot's top 10 of emotional abuse podcasts. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in here we explore areas others fear to tread. I'm the founder of The Divorce Sanctuary and creator of Wound Talking and The Original Wound. I'm also author of Finding Lily, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse and Divorce Matters. I've been a woundologist for over 20 years, working with past life wounds, clearing ancestral trauma and working with this life wounding. And it's through my own personal journey I know how much this hurts and how confusing life becomes. So many questions, no real answers. And I'm on a mission to help and educate as many people as I can on the effects of trauma on our lives and our children's lives and helping them heal the wounds of our mothers and our fathers. It stops here, it stops now, and it stops with us. So welcome along for the journey of a lifetime. And you are very, very welcome. This week, I was scrolling through Facebook and somebody had posted a quote by Matt Kahn. And the quote just, it was something didn't resonate in certain areas. I completely got the concept of it. And and then it popped up again and I replied this time because it doesn't relate to every situation. It doesn't relate to every person and relationship because what if that person is emotionally abusive? So the quote was, why are people not nice to you? Because they're treating you the way they treat themselves and the way they've been treated by others. And they're showing you how much love lacks in their lives, which means they're crying out for love and they don't know they're crying out for love. And they're projecting onto you what you haven't done to keep them happy. So don't give them what they want. Give them what they need, love. I found it really interesting and actually reading it out I didn't realise that projection was in there it was something that I want to if I can weave in this doesn't work if you are in a relationship with an emotionally abusive or a narcissistic personality or somebody who's higher up on that spectrum and my response was that I've been in abusive relationships many and I've seen the inner child wanting attention and acknowledgement and I want to say love but I don't believe they can receive love. I realised I wanted to save them in a way I wasn't able to save someone else as a child. It was a pattern I had to break. I see wounds like you see someone wearing a red top. My very painful realisation was due to wounding in childhood. Not everyone is able to receive that love. They didn't experience the developmental stages that allowed them to separate and they are not whole. Some may be crying out for love, but not for the reason we may be crying out for love. You give them the love they can't accept. Not that they don't want to, they don't know how to, and they can't be shown it. And for me, the most important point of this whole thing, many have lost their souls trying. And I think the fear for me was the quote can keep people trapped. It can keep 
people in abusive relationships, trying to heal that broken, damaged inner child, trying to feed that person with the love they know that they're so desperately or think they're so desperately crying out for. There's a few learnings here. Our childhood maps out our life. Those first crucial seven to eight years map out our life and what we experienced in that time we then go on we believe is the truth whether it's religious beliefs political beliefs whether that's wounds that are being handed down through the generations whether that's phrases that are being handed down like grandma's recipe for rock cakes or for i don't know victoria sponge everything gets repeated regurgitated and if you are in a relationship or in an environment where one adult one parent maybe both were projecting out their wounds onto you and you're desperately trying to fight their cause you want to save them because you can see that nobody else is going to do it for them it might be the reality that they don't want saving and this is woundology woundology is a coin uh, a phrase coined by caroline mice and she says it's like somebody's story is a crutch to them and they lead with the phrase did you hear about it's a tension they don't want to do anything about that wound they just want to talk about it continuously how the way they weren't treated well one or many people in their lives didn't treat them well so if you're in that environment and you've got one caregiver that's constantly telling you that life is against them It might be that you take on this role of wanting to become their saviour, wanting to save them. And then that goes into other relationships. And it could be that you then become a magnet and a target for abusive relationships because you see someone that needs saving. It's a wounding. You've been wounded. You've been given information as a young child, you shouldn't be given. And it's a projection of wounds. The emotional abuser or the person who's higher up on the narcissistic scale has either experienced extreme trauma in their childhood, didn't go through developmental stages, and they didn't separate. Trauma can keep us trapped. And you might have seen people behave in certain situations at a certain age. And part of that emotional development gets trapped at that age. And part of the cycle of abuse and through the relationship, the abuser is projecting their wounds onto you and they are taking everything that they're missing. They are very insecure people. They are children that never grow up. They're very good at putting on a mask. They're very good at mimicking, at fitting in, at blending in, and even at standing out. But deep-rooted is an insecurity. Deep-rooted is never feeling whole, never feeling complete and always wanting what somebody else has got. So they draw you into this relationship for whatever wounding that you've got. They see something and they see that you can help them in some way and they take that. But they don't just like you could go and steal something from a shop and you just walk in and walk out with it. They do it in a very, very slow way and they break down every boundary And they test those boundaries and they test how invested you are in the relationship, pushing and then pulling you back in, bonding you to them and gradually stealing elements of you. So eventually you don't believe you can survive without them. And in fact, what they're doing over that period of time is they're taking you back very slowly 
and you end up for me I felt like I was a three-year-old that there was a three-year-old running my life so they strip you back they leave you as a toddler and perhaps intuitively this is why I felt that when I was doing my own recovery and putting things in place for my own recovery and now I talk about you know treat yourself like a toddler because that is where you're starting from now it's likely that you have experienced all the developmental stages so this is a question of going back through and rebuilding and reclaiming every part of you and when I'm talking about projection of wounds what I discovered over a period of time and it actually was the result of some one-to-one work I was doing um, I was doing some Reiki training and the insight that I got was some of the wounds that I had weren't mine and when I went and delved and did my own not Reiki session but where I work with wounds is going back to the original wound and when I did that I realised that a lot of the wounds that I I was wandering around with at that point weren't actually mine. They'd been projected onto me. Uh, The person that I'd been working with at the time was trying to, I can't remember where they were in, in the relationship, but they were in an emotionally abusive relationship and been attempting to get out of this relationship about four or five times at this point, being convinced that they got it all wrong and this person was trying to get back in and they were love in that love bombing stage again trying to get back into that road get them back into a relationship and um, I reached out and said look just quickly do this and do a body scan and see if you've got any wounds that have been projected onto you this is done in a way and it starts in a way that the abuser has got a wounding and they tell you that we are so alike we've got you know had a similar this we you know very insecure about this and that might not fit with you but you don't really you know okay maybe it could be maybe I do and you start to question and what they're doing is they're just dumping all their wounds energetically dumping their emotional wounding onto you And then you take this on because you've been programmed that you want to save someone. And this is why I felt that this quote was quite not dangerous as a whole to society as a whole, but to people that might be reading that or might come across it or might hear it repeated in different forms because some people can't accept love. But the damage they've experienced or lack of developmental stages that they weren't allowed to go through makes them not feel whole. They have never broken away and they have never gone through that stage where they can see themselves as separate. And this is why they get into a relationship straight away because they need someone in their life. They aren't whole. They don't function on their own. They will never know what it's like to feel whole. They are never going to work out how to heal. And the dangerous part for me, and you know what? they deserve love. Everyone deserves love. But the dangerous part for me with that quote was keeping people trapped, trying to give them love, not accepting that they need to heal their own stuff and there's nothing they can do to help that other person. A child that has been wounded, a child that has experienced trauma can heal that trauma. 
but they have to want to heal that trauma. But the ones that haven't experienced this developmental stages where they've separated and they've become their own self, that have their own identity. And these are the, the narcissistic characters. They don't have an identity. They project out that they do, just like they project their wounds onto you. I know people in these relationships, and that's why there's never any judgment in the group that I run. I know that they have to go through their own stages of recovery. And if it means going back into that relationship, if it means giving that person another chance, I say to them, please, 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 though, write a list of non-negotiables. There's no judgment in the group. And so I say, if you want to go back and if you feel that it's that itch that you you need to scratch to make sure that you've done everything. What are your non-negotiables? If they do such and such, are you going to say, I'm going to give them one more chance in this area, this area, in this area? Write them out. If I could keep people from going back, I would. But I do realise that it's part of their journey. And some people need to just make sure. I need to make sure that I've done enough. And to me, that is a wounding where they were trying to save someone else. As I said in my reply, um, I see wounds like someone sees another person wearing a red jumper or a top. Not everybody can receive love. And I don't want people wasting years and years of their life and waking up. You never get that time back. But equally, you have to be in the place that you realise that you can never get that time back. So scan your body and ask yourself, are these wounds mine? It's a really simple exercise, it's really powerful. Have you been given any wounds or have any wounds been projected onto you that aren't yours? And now you feel that you've got that wounding. And I hope it's been helpful this week. I'm hoping next week I will be flu-free because I've had another bout of flu. It's amazing. I didn't realise you could do that. But And I'm sending you loads and loads of love until next time. <laughs>